Welcome again to Intentionality with me, Paul Kempf, where we explore the possibilities and opportunities that can be created by a more intentional life. If you like what you hear, if you find value in the content and feel moved to do so, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode again. If you love this podcast and or believe it is something that can make a difference in the life of someone you know, someone you care about, please share it with them. Share it with the world so that we can reach more people and impact more lives. Now, in our previous episode entitled, You Cannot Manage What You Cannot Measure, uh, we spoke about budgets. Uh, I gave you some specific steps about how to compile a budget. Uh, I hope you've done some work on your budget in the last week. If you need some help on that, we will be placing some links to a budget template uh, on the social media links. Today is episode three of this podcast. In episode one, I told you a little bit about my intentionality journey, how I have not always lived an intentional life, how I discovered the benefits of an intentional life very late in my life. I spoke about the quest for continuous improvement in all aspects of my life, every day, the idea of accretion. What I did not tell you is how difficult it is sometimes to stay motivated, to be inspired at all times, and to keep on inspiring other people. How difficult it is to remain intentional in everything you do. As an example of this, think about exercise. Let's say you want to start going to the gym every day. Usually, the first day is easy. There's a reason you want to go. You're motivated. Maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you want to get fit. Maybe you want to run a marathon. You have a very specific goal, so you start doing it. The second day, it's easy. Third day, fourth day, still fairly easy. And then life happens. You find an excuse to skip a day, and then another, and then another. You need something to help you with your motivation levels, something to get you back on track. Something that works quite well when it comes to exercise is an accountability partner. But that could be a great idea whenever you are chasing almost any type of goal in your life. What I have found works very well for me as well is keeping my mind strong, feeding my mind with as much positive reinforcement and inspiration as I can find. So where do I find this inspiration? Where do I find this motivation? How do I keep my mind strong at all times? Books, great source. Other podcasts, YouTube videos, movies, quotes, music, discussions with like-minded people. There are many ways in which you can keep your mind busy, keep your mind strong. I am planning to share a lot more with you in later episodes about what it is that inspires me what it is that interests me, what keeps me going, what helps me to live a disciplined life, a high-intensity life, another topic for a later podcast. In the meantime, I will use the end of every episode to share something with you that I have found inspiring in my life in the past or in that specific week. If time allows, maybe two or three things. Okay, let's get back to the topic 
of the first 10 episodes of this podcast. We're currently discussing um, the topic of financial wellness and how to get you to financial wellness. I offered you three solutions in combinations that gives you the best odds of reaching financial wellness. We spoke about changing your thinking about your finances, changing your habits around your finances. It's a good time for a reminder of the definition of intentionality again. Attitude of purposefulness and commitment to action. Third, we looked at developing a financial life plan, a personalized financial life plan. We spoke last week about that first component, a budget. Today, we're going to look at component number two, managing your debt. Maybe only slightly less important than a budget, but while a budget represents a slow and steady progress towards a goal, managing your debt well potentially has the quickest and most significant effect on changing your financial well-being. So let's spend time for the rest of this episode talking about debts. In fact, it is such an important topic, I'm going to spend two episodes on talking about debt. So let's start. How do you get into debt? Special low interest rates when buying through XYZ finance. Installments won't increase when interest rates increase. Yeah, right. No need to pay any installments in the first six months. Zero deposit, low, low premiums. And my personal favorite, a Ferrari for 3,999 Rand per month. These are all examples of debt tricks used by retailers to entice us to buy things we cannot afford, to make debt. Debt is the easiest and quickest road to financial problems, to financial distress, to financial ruin. So, my most important message for today, stay away from debt. One slight problem with that, what if it's already too late for you? What if you already have some debt? Even worse, what if you are already under a mountain of debt? Well, this is where we find my next lesson that I have learned in my life through the hard way, through tough personal experience. Lesson number three for episode three that I have learned in my life about money. Get control of debt before it controls you. Now, let's be honest about it for a second. Debt tricks are dangerous, but that's not the reason why you are in debt. You need to take responsibility for the fact that you are in debt. Debt is always your own fault. Of course, it's a reason why we get into debt, but it's not the fundamental cause of you having debt. It's things like not having a budget, making bad choices, and probably most importantly, not providing for emergencies, for when things go wrong, for when things happen beyond our control. A child gets sick, a car breaks down, business revenue is down. You don't get an increase in your salary or you don't get an expected bonus. Interest rates go up, pretty topical at the moment. Petrol prices increase, very relevant. The point is, if you had an emergency fund and or investments, and any of these things happen in your life, you would not need to make debt in order to be able to survive. 
Now, one of the ways in which you can get rid of debt or get control over the debt in your life is through something called debt consolidation or debt restructuring. Now, this is something that you need to be wary of. First, make use of only registered and reputable debt restructuring companies or debt consolidation service providers. But the second, more important thing that you have to be wary of is to avoid the biggest mistake that most people make when they do debt consolidation. Understand what happens when you do debt consolidation. All of your debts, some that has a very short period, some that have a longer period, some that have high installments, other that have low installments, different interest rates, taking all of this debt and putting it into one big loan that you usually pay off over a longer period of time. So what happens when you do that? Other facilities, other places where you had debt becomes available again. For example, your credit card debt is placed in a loan that you pay off over a longer period of time. Here's the biggest mistake that I see most people making when they do debt consolidation. A month later, two months later, they simply start spending money on their credit card again. They get into debt again and the problem isn't solved. So be very careful, be very wary of debt consolidation and debt restructuring. The next piece of advice I have for you is a difficult one. It's to be proactive when it comes to your creditors. Now, because I have been in this position in my life, I can talk from personal experience. What happens if you have a mountain of debt? The phone rings and it says, unknown number. You don't answer. Of course, that's what you do because you're so scared It's somebody that's phoning you to ask you when you are going to pay that installment you missed. When are you going to catch up on those arrears payments that you have on your debt? I have done that before in my life. The bad news is it's the exact opposite of what you should be doing. You need to be proactive and you need to communicate with your creditors. Why? Because they actually don't want to hand you over. They don't want to give your debt to a debt collector. That means they are going to get less. Their chances of getting money out of you is going to be less. All they want to know is, is there a plan? Are you able to make a plan? When can you start paying back your debt? So I'm imploring you, be proactive and communicate with your creditors. Understand your credit record, your credit score. There's many credit agencies in South Africa like TransUnion and Experian and companies like ClearScore that can help you to get your credit record, for you to know whether or not you have a good credit record or a good credit score. And it's something that's important. You need to build and protect your credit record. And here's where it gets really interesting. I just told you a few minutes ago, you should not get into debt. So why would you want a good credit record, to get debt. That's because, very importantly, there is such a thing as good debt versus bad debt. You need to be able to make certain debts in your life. And to enable you to do that, you need to build and protect your credit record. If you want to know more about things like credit records, credit scores, debt consolidation, registered providers of these services. If you want to know more about your rights around your debt, you can contact the National Credit Regulator on their website, www.ncr.org.za. 
it is important that you know your rights when it comes to debt. The final thing about debt that I want to share today is that you need to stick to your plan. I've just told you, if you've made a plan to get rid of your debt, you need to be disciplined. But if, for example, this is a very long-term plan, it's going to take you three years to get out of your debt, it is also important not just to stick to your plan, but to also reward yourself sometimes with little things if you are self-disciplined. So if you're one year into that journey of getting rid of your debt, you've done well, you've been disciplined, give yourself a small reward in order to make it possible for you to stay with that journey. That's enough for this week. Next week, we will continue the discussion about debt, and we will talk specifically about the difference between good debt and bad debt. And I know this is a bit more difficult, but more serious to topic to talk about, because unfortunately, it is true. Debt can destroy your life. So I ask you, please, take what I'm saying seriously. Get control of your debt before it gets control of you. I've listened to thousands of podcast episodes over the last decade. One small regret I have, luckily not a big one, because you should not really have any regrets in your life. Remember, everything that happens in your life happens with a reason and is an opportunity to learn something. If you think about it this way, you will realize living a life with zero regrets is actually just really about living an intentional life. Now, back to what I was saying. One small regret I have in my life is that I haven't listened to podcasts for longer. I follow a number of amazing podcasts created by some incredible people. I want to make four recommendations of podcasts to you today. Podcasts I love. Podcasts that I have learned so much from. Podcasts that have inspired me to start my own podcast. And if you start listening to these podcasts, be ready to have your mind blown. My first recommendation is The Money Show with Bruce Whitfield. Now, Interesting, I even considered calling this podcast the Smart Money Show at one stage. I'm not so sure if Bruce would have liked that. But I must just tell you, uh, the Money Show with Bruce Whitfield is if you are someone that really wants to get into things like investments, understanding business, understanding what's happening in the economy. And I really do admire what Bruce is doing. Doing a podcast a day of one and a half, two hours. That is really something impressive. The second podcast I want to share with you is The Mindset Mentor with Rob Dial. It was one of the first podcasts I listened to, and it's really valuable information around how you can control your mindset and get a better mindset for your life. The third one is The Mind Valley Show with Vishant. Brilliant content, well worth a listen. And the last one is The Expansive with John Sonnet and Eric Kriya. Currently, my favorite podcast. It's also a local South African podcast with many amazing episodes. One in particular that I listened to recently, which is well worth a listen, is the podcast of the 10th of October, 2023 on The Expansive. It was called How to Create the Life You Want. Listen to how intentional they both are in living their lives and how intentionality in their lives contribute to their success. John, Eric, if you ever get to listen to this podcast, to this episode, you have an open invitation to be my guest on intentionality with Paul Kempf in the future. Let's end off with a quick thank you to the FFG group for their valuable support of this podcast. 
We are optimistic and hopeful that this podcast will grow into something sustainable and meaningful and that this journey together can create lasting memories. Should you want to get hold of me, send me an email to paul at intentionalitywithpaulkempf.co.za or contact me through the channel that you are listening on. I would love to hear from you. Finally, congratulations on making the choice to live a more intentional life, to be the architect of your own success and to achieve more in your life. I'm already looking forward to sharing the next episode of Intentionality with Paul Kempf with you next week. May the rest of your week be an amazing intentional adventure.